Hello! Ahoy! Welcome to the first episode of Season 5 of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My Welcome. name is Adam. Oh, hi Adam. <laughs> I always forget to add my name at the end of that. Sorry. I know, but I, it's fine. I thought you were going to do it after, so you stepped on my welcome. But Sorry. Fine. Do you welcome Nick. again? Hi, no, Nick. I don't want to. <laughs> don't start Season 5 on a downer. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. Aboard, aboard the stream good. boat. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Are you good? I'm good. Everyone's good. Everyone's good. The listeners are good. They were obviously, hopefully, enjoy, have listened to The Wave by now and enjoyed that. I very much enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I had a great time. Good. Hopefully, so we, the listeners did too. Yeah, we just let us, let us know. Give, you know, we're quite happy to take any feedback. Obviously, uh, it's a new thing for us this season. We have, we've kind of split the show up into two. We have released the wave which is our new show that comes out every monday and here on this wonderful thursday we have got uh, our movie show the bottom of the stream movie show yeah uh we've we've not changed the format we've just split things up we wanted a bit more time didn't we really yeah basically to be able to try out a few new things in in the wave and then really focus on these these movies and see how kind the randomizer has been to us <laughs> absolutely so uh what is the movie we're talking about this week? Wick, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about a movie called Temple. We are indeed. What I'm going to do, I'm going to read the synopsis again. Okay. Because I know we've, we do that at the end of the episodes, but I think it's a nice way to start. So the synopsis for the Temple, or for Temple, is three American tourists follow a mysterious map deep into the jungle of Japan, searching for an ancient temple. When spirits interrupt them, their adventure quickly becomes a horrific nightmare. Horrific might be a good word to describe it. Um, <laughs> Temple is from 2017. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 18 minutes. It's well short. Uh, currently rated at 3.6 <laughs> out of 10 on IMDb. What are you laughing at? I, I wasn't expecting to use the phrase, it's well short. It is well short. It's not necessarily yeah, a bad I guess, thing. I guess it is. Do you, uh, yeah, cause, yeah, it is. I, I, I hadn't really picked up on that. It didn't feel short anyway. <laughs> It really didn't. Um, stars, a guy called Logan Huffman, who plays a character called Chris. Um, he's been in quite a few things. He's probably most famous. Do you remember the remake of V, the TV show, from a few years yeah. ago? He was in that. I knew the name. I knew the name, but I've done no research and I haven't looked up where I might have seen him I, before. It's so the same. I'm interested. I, I knew the name and then looked him up and didn't know where I'd known him from. But I think he's just got a name that's famous. Um, yeah, the most famous thing I could find was that he was in the VTV show. Um, okay. Also stars a lady called Natalie Warner. She plays Kate. Again, she hasn't been in a lot of stuff. In fact, I haven't written anything down, so she's obviously not in anything worth watching. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and also stars Brandon Sklena. Sklena? Sklena. Uh, he plays James. They're the three main characters in the show. He had a small role in Vice a few years ago, which was about uh, one of the vice presidents. Dick Cheney? No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't just laugh at Dick. <laughs> yes, you um, did. He also has a small role in Midway, which apparently is really good. That's from last year. Good. Um, director. The director's actually appeared on our show before. Oh, I love a little link like this. <laughs> what we got? Um, it's directed by a guy called Michael Barrett, who is... Okay. This was his first ever feature film that he directed, but he's a famous cinematographer. Okay. Um, he's... Two most famous films that he's cinematographized are Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And, yeah, I've seen that. And Ted. Yeah, I've seen that. And The Clapper. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> he was the chief cinematographer on The Clapper. Uh, One of our, uh, my favorite episodes we've ever done is The Clapper. Yeah, it was a good episode. It's not a good film, but it was a good episode. <laughs> that was uh, a, in inverted commas, comedy. <laughs> <laughs> very, very inverted. With um, Amanda Seyfried, wasn't it? Yeah, and... Ed Helms. Ed Helms and Tracy Morgan. That's right, yeah. Um, written by a guy called Simon Barrett. Now, I don't know if they're related because the director's called Michael Barrett and the writer's called yeah, Simon Barrett. of course Barrett. they are. I don't know. It do I couldn't find out anywhere if they are or not, but I'm going yeah, to assume they're are. brothers or lovers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's most famous. He wrote VHS, you know, the horror film? Yes. Um, and there's also a horror film called You're Next, which is apparently quite famous and quite good. I've not seen either of them. So He wrote so both of those. There's a bit of pedigree here. In the writer, definitely. He's a, he's yeah. a famous horror writer. 
Well, and the, and the cinematography. Yeah. You can apply some of that to directing. Yeah, absolutely. So we're... I'm confident. What went wrong here? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a one-word review of Temple? Foggy. Foggy? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit foggy. It's Japan, though, and it's always foggy. Is it? I said that it's always seems to be foggy on the telly. Okay. <laughs> like when you see Mount Fuji on the telly, it's always got that ring of clouds around it, hasn't it? Yeah, well, that's mountains for you. Um, <laughs> so where does this film start, Nick? Uh, in Japan, in the present. Yes, it, actually in the Tajigi Prefecture of Japan, in present day. That's what it comes up on the screen. Sure. Uh, and we're with the police. Yep. They are in the countryside somewhere. Yeah, look, they look, appear to be looking for something or someone. They are, they are indeed. And they find on the floor in the... We're kind of in, like, the woods, I guess. Uh, they find a video camera. Remember them? Yes, I do. <laughs> I've got one. Still got one somewhere. Hello? I'm still here. Oh, you went really quiet. I thought you'd gone. <laughs> um, yeah, yes, they, they find a video camera. Yes. and That's a, probably not going to be a good thing, is it? Never. Never a good thing. And then a lady cop finds a building. Sure. Which I don't know if they knew was there or not, but she seems quite surprised to find it. Yeah, um, it was like she looked up, the mist cleared. Oh, there's, oh, there's, wow, there's, a, there's a temple there. Yeah. Um, and inside this building, she finds a book, and it's a book of old folk tales. Sure. Uh, um, yeah, p- pamphlet book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small book. Um, then she looks up, and then she screams into the camera, and then we cut to the credits. There's like a growl. Yeah. And then the scream, yeah. And then we're we're into a full credit sequence. A full credit sequence. Because this film's on for hundred um, one hour and 18 minutes, and 18 minutes of it is this credit sequence. <laughs> Seems to go on for ages. I um, I accidentally had the subtitles on. Oh, right, okay. Um, well, they don't necessarily accidentally in this one, because there's quite a lot of Japanese in it. No, I know, but I... Not I more than I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but they, they were... I had the subtitles on as well. Yeah. Because... Uh, Sometimes I put them on just because it's difficult for me to follow because I'm old. What's <laughs> what people are saying when I'm for helping when I'm making notes? Yeah, I'm not not selling myself very well. You are old. Uh, uh, that's true. And did you have subtitles over in the, the credits? Did, yeah, yeah, there was. Oh, okay. So every time because the credit sequence is like old Japanese imagery and it's like newspaper, newspaper montage. montage. And yeah, every time there's a headline come on, the the subtitled the headline. So yeah, there was. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you got that or not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this goes on for a very, very long time. It did feel like that way. <laughs> it really did. And then the title card comes up after the credits, and the title card gives the wrong name of the film because the title card came up as the Temple, and that is not what this film's called. <laughs> this film's called Temple, quite clearly on the poster, in the trailer, on IMDb, and on Netflix. It says Temple. But the title card for the film is The Temple. It's not the first time we've no. had a movie where the... They uh, don't know what it's called. The, the, the title card is different to... It really movie. threw me. I was like, well, it's not called that. And there's a British film called The Temple from the 90s, I think. Did you worry there was a chance then that we were watching different films? <laughs> no, because this, this film is definitely one of a kind. Cut from the title card to a... I've described him as a shady Japanese man on his phone. And okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? I, I I just put we're in a hospital and the doctor meets an interpreter. <laughs> he seems quite shady. Um, yeah, he he says the interpreter comes in, he meets the interpreter, and he says is everything ready? And then they wheel this guy in a wheelchair in. Um, sure. Oh, he's in a wheelchair. He's also got like a protective canopy over him. Yeah, he's like he's like, like in a plastic. It's like, tomb. it's like a rain cover for a mobility scooter. Yeah, exactly what it's like. And he's all bandaged it, up, isn't he? He's all, all his head's all bandaged up. It's, I think it's supposed to be like a high-tech, hermetically sealed um, yeah, sort of anti-germ thing, but it, it's clearly just a rain cover. It looked, like a, yeah, it, it looked like a rain cover on a buggy. Um, yeah. And basically, they start questioning him. So this Japanese man's questioning him through an interpreter. And they're trying to find out who he is, or it appears sure. they're trying to find out who he is. He's um, got no fucking face. Yeah, his face has been off. His face has gone off. So, and then they play him a video of a, a clearly American lady preparing for a trip to Japan. Yes. They also want to know who she is. and she, But she says in this video that she's 
itching to get to Japan because she wants to photograph Japanese culture. She's into photography and she's into Japanese sure. culture. So she wants to get out there in the wilds and photograph it. She says that she is excited for a trip. She's traveling there with her friend called Chris and they're going to meet someone else out there. And yeah, as you say, she is a student of uh, temples. Yes, Japanese. Is that a thing? Yeah, Japanese culture, I've read. Um, she, she introduced herself at the beginning. Um, she calls herself Kate, because that's her name. Um, as soon as this video stops playing, the doctor says to the man in the wheelchair, um, what's her name? And I've written, well, it's Kate. She said that at the beginning. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the man in the wheelchair starts talking, doesn't he? And that cuts us back to a cutscene, I guess, or the start. He says, uh, he says, where did you get this? Yeah. And then... And- then we flash back. We flash back to five days earlier in Tokyo. And Kate is in a cab. There's, this is the same girl that we've just met in this video. And she's with a dude. And it turns out the dude's called Chris. And sure. They're best friends. They're, yeah. they're not in a relationship. They've been friends for a very long time. And they're on their way to meet Kate's boyfriend in the hotel that they're staying in. Because he's had to travel separately for some reason. Um, James has never met... Chris has never met James before. James is the boyfriend. They've never met before. So this is going to be... Like the first time the best friend meets the boyfriend, I suppose. Which is weird because she says, I've been friends with this guy for years. Yeah. He's like a brother to me, all that sort of typical stuff. And the first thing that struck me is it's weird that these two have never met. Possibly. It is weird. Maybe they've lived in a pandemic for the last year. Maybe. maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Um, We're giving it a lot of credit. (laughs) Too much credit. Uh, So they, they, they meet, they exchange pleasantries. James doesn't seem convinced by this guy. Um, but they hit the town, and there's a hit the town montage. That's, that, yeah, start, that sure is. Start season five of a strong montage. We love a montage yeah, on this show. We're a couple of montages in already, and we're 15 minutes into the movie. <laughs> if that. Uh, it goes on for quite a while as well. It's basically them just taking in the sights and sounds of Tokyo. Um, it really made me want to go to Tokyo. It looks like a really cool place. So, uh, if I'm going to give a positive uh, to this movie... It also had that effect on me. <laughs> it did make because, Tokyo look really nice, didn't it? Yeah, I, I, I thought the first first half of this, uh, I was quite intrigued. And I thought the build-up was, was pretty good. And yeah, I, I genuinely thought, oh, it looks like they're having a great time. Yeah. I really want to go and travel to Tokyo. <laughs> um, just to balance that out, I've got to say, these three leads are far too good looking. Yes, agreed. <laughs> so Chris is this like really tropey, awkward nerdy always got his face in a camera yeah speaks um, japanese awkward around yeah awkward around everyone clearly very intelligent yeah he's he's so hot <laughs> he is really hot it's, it's like did, he's just smolders just models, he just, he just yeah. smolders both of them do it's like there's, there's no way this guy is he doesn't play this part well no he doesn't <laughs> it that way. uh james as well james is a sexy man and yeah, and then and Kate is gorgeous, whoever yeah. she is. Yeah, they're three very good-looking people. Um, they were just nerds for Japan. That night after the montage ends, we cut to Kate and James in their room, and they're decu- di- discussing. They're discussing Chris, and it's quite clear that James doesn't like Chris. Doesn't doesn't understand a female male relationship that isn't sexual. Yeah, we're we're ticking all these boxes so far, aren't we? You know, he's he's suspicious of Chris. He's like, what? How can he never try anything with you? Yeah. Look at you. He literally says that, doesn't he? He's like, how yeah. how was the how has he never tried anything on? It's, yeah, and you can see straight away there's there's a trust issue between the two of them. Uh, cut to the next day. Uh, they go to the train station because they need to get out into the countryside. And Chris, because he can speak Japanese, goes and buys three tickets to Ayama. I think it's called Ayama. O-Y-A-M-A. Yeah. And they're on a train. They're on some sort of awesome looking nice train. Yeah, there's the standard line about how great the trains are in Japan. (laughs) I think when you're on a train in Japan, you have to say that. It's kind of like the rules. Um, You've got a check from the tourist board. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, And James, Kate's got her earphones in. So James decides to take this opportunity to discuss with Chris what's going on. And he, he just can't understand their relationship. And he says that to Chris pretty much, doesn't he? And he's like... I just don't understand. And he basically says, it really made me laugh, because he basically says, oh, you know, I, I just don't know how you can have 
any women just as friends because I'm so sexy <laughs> that they just they just want me. He says, I, he just, I just I can't have them. Any women as friends, it just won't happen. He does. He pretty much does say that. He says that I've never had any female friends. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a strange one. When they get to the village, well, the town, I guess they go for another little tour. They have a, there's another bit of a montage, isn't there, of them going around this new place. Yeah, and they end up in a bookshop or some sort of. I don't think it's even a bookshop. It's like a Japanese culture shop. There's, it's got all like they sell all masks and Japanese. I feel, I feel shit. like we're in the shop from Gremlins. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that. <laughs> um, is it Kate? Kate finds a book or the book that we met earlier yes. of um, folk tales in a shop. Now I'm confused at this point because the very first thing in this film said it was present day. So are we now in the future? Because this is clearly happening after that. No, this is five days earlier. But how's that book got into that shop then? That's where it started. Oh, so oh, so the oh, okay. I don't understand why you're confused. I'm confused because I thought the beginning of the film was the beginning of the film, not the end of the film. Uh, no, that's <laughs> well, it's part way through. It's before they bring Chris back to the hospital, I guess. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that's that's how time works. <laughs> <laughs> why have I not picked that up? That I feel really stupid now, and I'm you, I'm you going should. to leave that in. Because normally if I do say something stupid, I cut it out because I've got that privilege being the editor. But I'm going to leave that in because that makes me feel really stupid. <laughs> so I apologise to well, everybody. I, I'm going to start editing one of these shows so that, <laughs> that safety net's going to be pulled out right from underneath you, let me tell you. Anyway, the <laughs> I can't believe that. What a dick. Um, the book of folktales that we met earlier is in this shop. Chris and Kate want to buy it because it's got a map to a temple in it. Um, the lady in the shop, however, does not wish to sell it to them. She... Well, she, she's again you've seen this many many times in other films so they take it over to her and and the lady's like yeah sure uh they ask her how much it is and then she opens it up and then she's this is this is not a good book yeah uh actually it's not for sale oh and can you get out of my shop please actually i'm gonna close the shop is that that's <laughs> yeah. how much i'm scared of this book she does she says i'm not selling it to you get out and then she closes <laughs> that's how adamant that she was that they weren't getting this book so they leave it they go back to the hotel um, the boys decide they're going to go out on a night out uh, but Kate's yeah. got jet lag so she's going to stay in and they head to like a club yep um, where Chris witnesses James kissing another lady because he's right in what he said you know we can't, can't be, friends be friends with ladies without it's just shagging them uh, but Chris films it yeah Chris gets it on Which, camera is ultimately of absolutely no consequence whatsoever. No. <laughs> no, it really isn't. There's a real bizarre turn of events in this film at the end, but we'll, uh, we'll go there. We'll come back to the Doctor quickly. So this film keeps interspersing with scenes with the Doctor and the man in the wheelchair. They have that video footage, and they yes. want to know who that woman was. But it, do we know at this point that the, the guy in the wheelchair is Chris? I think we figured that no. out. Yeah, well, I think he was the favourite, but no, that doesn't come till, till the end. I think we figured that, but he basically says, I don't know who that woman is, because he didn't. Yeah, and I think, again, if if I want to be a little bit positive, at this point in, in the movie, I'm still intrigued, and I'm thinking, oh, you know what, actually, I quite like how they're framing this, because I was pretty sure from the pre-credits that we were just getting a found footage movie, yeah. and that made my heart sink a little bit. <laughs> but when it turned out that that's... We weren't getting that. We were just using it as a as a device to power the plot forward. I was I was actually okay with that. Yeah. Especially this this first half of this movie, I was pleasantly surprised at how good it looked. Yeah, it was so. Into, in, so but now you've said the director is a cinematographer. Got obviously, great cinematography experience. It is framed really well. Yeah. The city city does look great. Yeah, it pops. Um, it looks. It doesn't look like this is a cheap movie. No. But I'm I'm presuming it's not a huge budget. But it it. It looks the part so far. Yeah. It's just the content that lets it down. Chris leaves James at this point and uh, somehow ends up back in the shop that they were in earlier. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we presume it was on his way it's home. It's reopened. Yeah, it seems to have reopened. Um, he goes in, he finds the book again, uh, but the, there's, no one there. there's no one there. The shop's deserted. And, and the book, which so scared this woman, is exactly where they left it with her on the counter. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like she's like, ran away as soon as she's closed the shop she's like run and legged it yeah um but as a young boy there yeah um he's about i think he says he's nine um and he says he's in charge he's running the shop while the adults are away 
Yeah, he says, yeah, my, I do it all the time, you know. I'm, I'm just watching watching over the yeah. place for, for a little while. So it's Christopher, in that case, can I buy this book? And he ends up getting the book. Yeah, because like, yeah, sure. And then he had kids. Kids probably like, yeah, I'm on commission, or this will help my KPIs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as he's got the book, he heads to a local bar, where he sits at the bar with a couple of locals, and he's looking through this book. Oh, this bar looked amazing. Yeah, it did well. look it really like, cool. Didn't it was it? like a, it was like a cupboard. Yeah, it was tiny little place, but it was, was all, all stuff on over the walls. And... and then there was the two patrons, and that was it. Yeah, you couldn't and get anybody else. I'd love to have a drink. <laughs> it did look really cool. The locals noted, well, the, the guy who's sitting next to him on the barman noticed what he's reading. And they tell him about this temple and how it's an unlucky place and he should avoid it yeah, at so, all costs. Because there's a map so to this fo- temple, basically. They focus on the temple. They're not saying this is a bad book. Yeah, it's just it's um, about a bad place. Yeah, he said that 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 place is it's unlucky. And I think he says, don't go there because it will make you sick. Yeah, it does. It, it will make you sick, yeah. Chris is quite drunk by this point, though, so he kind of he kind of dismisses that. Um, and then I've, he immediately asks him for directions. Yeah, he does. It's like, this will make you sick. This, this place will make you sick. Oh, how do I get there? <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly that. And then, so then he walks. He leaves the bar and he starts to starts to walk back to wherever they're staying, and he has a bit of a weird interaction with a homeless lady. Yeah, who appears to have horns or. Something or on her head. Horns, horns that have been chopped Top. off. Yeah, and then yeah, I'd totally forgotten about this until <laughs> I've just read my notes. It was so strange. And then after he leaves, he runs away from this woman, and then he bumps into four people who have got baskets on their heads. So I think they're monks. Okay, not like not like balancing on their heads though, over their heads. No. Correct. Yeah, I think <laughs> so they're monks. They got baskets for heads. It was all a bit strange. It was a strange, strange section of the film. He wakes up the next morning, and Kate and James are both there already. And Kate's already got the book, and he's got. A, so Chris has got a raging hangover. Yeah, all we saw him have was one drink at the bar because he wasn't there longer. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was. He wasn't drinking at the club. No, or not that we saw. So he might just be a lightweight. Yeah, probably. Some of us are. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, so basically, it's, the film didn't really show us why he was in this state. No, he didn't. Kate can't understand how he's got this book, so he kind of explains that I, I managed to get it. Um, yeah. So Kate's like, well, let's go then. Let's go to this temple. So they do. They, they get in the car, or they get in a taxi, or whatever it was, and they head off to this small village. And it, they basically just get abandoned there, don't they? They're just There's like four houses in this village. Sure. And everybody's a bit like dismissive of them. And they find one lady, and she, they make her jump, and it, was, it, really, it really made me laugh. So he goes up to her and he greets her and she's like, oh, you made me jump. <laughs> so, yeah. Brilliant. And they ask this lady if there's anywhere they can stay. She points them in the direction of a local restaurant that might have a room. Yeah, he, he asks if there's a hotel, which yeah. is a pretty stupid question because there's only four buildings in the, place, <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the village. And she's, she looks at him and says, oh, well, and with, with eyes that say, that's a really stupid question. <laughs> there's only four buildings in this village. But it does suggest that the lady who owns the restaurant might kindly... Yeah. Offer them a room for the There's a restaurant at the top of the hill, she says. Check her, go yeah. there, check that out. Um, on their way there, they meet another man who's a bit creepy, calls them over, and he's like, Why are you here? They tell him they're going to the temple. But, but he's basically like, Yeah, go for it. Go, yeah, he's, he actually says, Yeah, go up there. Uh, but then he tells him about a man who, the last man who went up there, had weird visions and came back holding his eyes. Yeah. And that puts Chris off a little bit because he doesn't translate he's, that to the other two. He's like, no, oh, I can't no, understand well, it. There's, there's kind of a joke, isn't there? Yeah. And and it, but why is it joke? It I, I say joke because it made me laugh, but I don't know if that's <laughs> how it was intended. Because the old man says to Chris, "Yeah, um, this guy called Hitoshi. Yeah. He 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 went to the temple and he came back holding his eyes, and and Chris sort of gestures to the old man. He puts his fingers over his eyes. He says, "What like this?" And then the old guy picks up two like oranges. And it puts me in the palm of his hands. He's like, no, like this. Yeah, as if they were the eyes. <laughs> and, and Chris is, Trish just says to James and Kate, says, yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Whether he wanted to choose to not know what he was talking about or not try to tell them what was going on, I don't know. But It made me laugh. It was quite funny. Was it, was good. it was a good little scene. So they head up to this place. This woman does let them stay there. They've, she gives them a couple of rooms. Kate and James just disappear now for like 10 minutes out of this film. Because yeah. Chris just makes himself at home in this place. He has a bit of a chat with the lady that lives there. Um, she starts to tell him a bit of a story about 
the uh, well about the temple, but then she just leaves. She's like, right, it's time. I'll just go and make the bed. Just, I think this was supposed to be creepy, and it didn't land with me. So he's starting to ask her about the temple, and she says, "Oh, yeah, we don't have as many visitors as we used to." And then she just drifts off. Yeah, she just leaves. She she just like stops she's talking. In a trance. She stops and talking. She and says, she's like, "Right, I'll just go make up your bed now." Yeah, and it just it really took me out of the the any atmosphere was building up. It just, it snapped me out of it. <laughs> it was really strange. Uh, as soon as she leaves, uh, and then he he just films a house. Yeah, he does. He films a house. I a know, little like, bit. yeah. He did ask her if he could take a camera when she asked him if he wanted to for a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's fair. Uh, as soon as she leaves the room, the kid from the bookshop turns up. Yes. And Chris is like, oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, I live here. This is my house. And Chris is like, oh, that's a weird coincidence. And I'm like, I mean, that is yeah, a weird coincidence. How, how far have we gone away yeah, from exactly. the last city to this village? Exactly. It's a bit of a strange one. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I'm not buying this. Um, and then the kid says, look, I've been to the temple. I've grown up here. I've grown up in this village. I know the temple like the back of my hand. I know how to get there. He's, he said I used to play there all yeah, the time. You, do you want me to take you up there tomorrow? I'll show you it. This kid's like nine. And Chris like, yeah, all right, no problem. Yeah, it'd be great to have a guide. Yeah. He's offering to do it for free as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, then we... He's, he's happy because he's, he's, he's got that book sale under his belt. Yeah, exactly. He's got some cash behind him. Cash, money, money. Um, then we have... we get an, Who tells the story about the kids that go missing? The kids that went missing at the temple? I don't know because I'm trying to read ahead in my notes. <laughs> and I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know if it is the, the lady... Yeah, well, somebody tells the story, anyway, of um, some kids that have gone missing at the temple. And every... It's a man. Oh, no, no, it's no. It's a man. No, no, no. It's, it's the blind man. Yeah, the blind man. The man who's got no eyes. So, so um, I think James and Kate conveniently come back from their walk, just as Chris is like, oh, I'm going for a walk. Yeah. And he happens across this Hitoshi, who is, is this blind guy. Yeah. And, yeah he, and he asks about it. Yeah. Asks about the temple, and, and then he, yeah, he tells Chris the story about the missing children, and every year they go there to pray for them and to remember them. Yeah, and he says the children disappeared. Uh, they found a man living in the temple who was a monk. Yeah, the the police questioned him, but they didn't believe anything he told them. Uh, it all ended up in a in a bit of a firefight. The monk was killed, and the kids have never been found. Yeah, never found the kids again. Chris just goes to bed after that story. He's like, okay, thanks for the telling me the story. And then goes to bed. Um, but you see somebody walking outside his room because obviously all the walls are made of paper because it's Japan. Yeah, there's a, there's a shadow behind the yeah, door. Yeah, there's a shadow behind the door. So he freaks out. He goes out of the room, disturbs... Well, just, just before that, I mean, he he does see the shadow, but what's going on in the same room as he's filming? You know, he's, he's on the other side of the room, is he not? Just filming his two friends going at it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Is this not our first possible weird naughty. naughty for next year's awards? Maybe. Because he's full on just recording them. Yeah. And he somehow he disturbs them. They figure out what's going on. Because he's, well, like, he's spooked by the, the, the shadow, shadow, isn't he? He's like, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry to disturb you. I'll, I'll go back to bed now. It was really, it was a really <laughs> weird scene. From the minute that it w- they got to this it place, really it was all a bit weird. Out of... Yeah, but this particular, oh, I'm going to, this is like taking up, oh, I'm supposed to be a weird, geeky, awkward person into sort of, actually, I might be a bit of a sexual <laughs> I'm deviant. A creepy pervert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it, it was a bit of a leap too far for me. Yeah, it really was. Um, but next day, they all wake up, they start trekking to the temple. So you've got Chris and the kid and James and uh, Kate. They're heading through the countryside now to try and find this temple. Uh, we c- briefly cut back to the doctors, to the doctor questioning the man in the wheelchair. He says, how did you find the temple? And Chris says, oh, it was the boy. The boy showed us. Yeah, he says, the boy helped us find it. And then he says, I've written this line down because, again, I thought it stuck out like a sore thumb. Uh, he, he says, we could feel it. We should have gone back. Yeah. And then we immediately cut to about 20 minutes from walking up this mountain where everyone is really happy-go-lucky and there appears to be absolutely no qualms about Yeah, everybody really wants to anything. get to the point where they're at the temple. Everybody really wants to get to the temple. It's, re- it's, I, it's really weird. I was not seeing what I was being told no. by this movie. <laughs> Very much not. And it it was wrong. It, it, it was sloppy. Yeah, it really was. Oh, by the way, it's foggy all the way through this journey. I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, you're right. 
It's early morning mist, isn't it? Chris gives Kate his coat. Kate says she's really cold, so Chris gives her his coat. James clocks that and he makes some sort of quip about it. Because um, he still doesn't really like Chris, I guess. Um, sure. And then James is like, oh, I need a wee. So he's like, I'm just going to break off from you guys and go and take a leak. And he stumbles across an old mine. Because of yeah, course he does. Um, so, go on. It's like they, they stop at a shrine, don't they? He says, yeah. I'm going to take a piss. And he goes, yeah, he walks three steps away and there's a huge cavern. Which yeah. is, in, yeah, as you say, an old mine. Which the kid obviously didn't know was there either. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, they wonder whether they should go in rather than... J- start, James really wants to go in. Take a detour. Uh, but they eventually decide, no, we've, we've come up for a reason. We're uh, We're not going in. So they don't go in. We're going, we're going to onwards and upwards. To the temple. And then they come across a statue. Now, this statue we, uh, we've seen drawn in this book. So they know yes. they're on the right path. It's a statue of a shapeshifter. It's half lady, yep. half fox, apparently. And she protects the temple. This statue protects the temple. And they know they're on the right path. And they know they're heading to the temple because the pictures in the book all start to match up. Uh, I feel like it's taken taken ages to get to this temple. Hundred percent, it really has. Uh, and then they find the temple. They get there. Um, James and Kate head towards the door. The kid finds a bell on the floor. Chris finds the bell. Oh, Chris finds it. I thought the kid gave Chris the bell, or did he just? No, I'm pretty sure Chris. Okay, so somebody finds a bell. Um, and then the kid says, "Right, I've uh, I've done my job. I'm going to go now. I don't want to." Yeah, he's like, it's starting to get dark. Yeah. Uh, my mum's gonna. Want me for my dinner? Yeah. I'll see you later. And Chris is like, are you okay to get back on your own? And he's like, yeah, I'll be fine. I've done it before. Uh, But he says to Chris, make sure you leave before dark. Don't don't be stuck up here in the dark. Yeah. Oh, and then Chris finds a bell. That's the next night in my notes. So you were correct. (laughs) I apologize. Um, A little bit later on, James James goes to Kate and says, look, we should probably go. It's getting dark. I don't know how long it took to get there because it was early morning when they left. Um, They've done a proper day's trek. Yeah. And he's like, we've not even, at this point, we've not been inside. No. And James goes up to Kate, who's looking at some piles of rocks. And she's like, right, shall we go? And I'm like, if they leave now, I'm going to be really pissed off. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've not even been in yet. Um, James wanders off from Kate, leaves Kate alone. And Kate sees something in the distance, something shadowy figure passes her vision. Yeah. And then and she, now she wants to now go. Now she wants to go. Um, Chris though is inside Chris is in the temple and we finally get inside at this point and it's just an abandoned old temple there's nothing special about it it's not it's grand, not even that big it? no it's just like a wooden shack yeah. um, so Chris and uh, James and Kate shout to Chris come on we're going we need to leave um, she's done absolutely no studying <laughs> no not at all she's not place. she's not even got a camera I don't know what she's taking no. pictures of um, just as they meet up with Chris Chris a hand comes up through the floor of the temple and pulls Chris through the floor. Through the wooden floor of the temple. So those two, James and Kate, freak out. They run in to see what's going on. Um, James jumps down the hole, finds Chris on the floor. It's not that deep. He's not. It, no, I was just going to say, he's not fallen tremendously far. Oh. About a metre, um, if that. And I, I've, I've even put, is he fine? I, I'm really unclear of- <laughs> What level of threat we're at? He was knocked yeah. out. He was definitely unconscious because Kate says, "Is he dead?" Because he's fallen a meter. Yeah. And James is like, "No, he's all right." And then he wakes up, so he is all right. Um, cut to later on. James imme- James immediately says, "Right, well, we need to stay here the night now." Yeah, we're going to stay the night. So it's dark now. They've lit a campfire and they're outside. Chris's legs all fucked up. He's oh, is it? I totally missed that. Yeah, he's got a splint around it. They've put a splint okay. around his leg. So whoever he's broke his leg or something i don't know and then james they're all sitting around this campfire and james says to kate oh, i think we should go for a walk in the middle yeah, of the he night just says, yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna go for a walk I, i've i've just put a lot of exclamation marks <laughs> yeah, that's why i've written why not creepy temple at night why would you not so badly written <laughs> at this point <laughs> but the wheels are well and truly coming yeah they're falling off big stuff um he does go he goes on his own he goes off for a walk because they needed to get him out of the way because we needed a reveal and Kate says to Chris <laughs> where has this come from fuck knows Kate says to Chris I've never told James about his baby you're the only person that knows I don't know what that means what <laughs> yeah Chris is like alright oh, okay fine what do you want me to do with this <laughs> yeah that's new information but fine 
James over James comes back at this point, overhears them talking, and thinks they're happy. No, he, he, so he turns up just as Kate says, "Oh, I'll tell him when we get back." Yeah, which makes him think <laughs> it's they're having some sort of very, shady affair. It's very controlled. It's this is an awful bit of this film. Yeah, this whole bit around the campfire is so clunky and it's it's really bad. So James storms off into the temple. He yeah. goes inside. Kate follows him. They, You can see them having an argument from Chris's perspective. who's just sitting there bemused like he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, you still see their shadows through the wall. Yeah. Then Kate comes back and says, I've told him. We, d- we don't know what. We don't know what he's been told. Something about a baby. And then James is like, right, I'm going. I'm just going to walk back. Yeah. I'm going to leave. He's it, like, you've got enough food. I'm going back down the mountain. I'll go for help now. <laughs> and then he does. He just leaves. And they just let him go. Kate's like, oh, I think we need more firewood. So she goes off and gets more firewood. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's so clunky. As she's looking for firewood, her flashlight dies. Um, she cries out. Suddenly there's loads of people just standing around. Yeah, it's the kids. Yeah, the kids are all just standing around her. Missing kids have like encircled her. Yeah, um, but then the next thing we see is her running back to Chris, and she's yeah, like, "She's just escaped them." Yeah, I don't even know if she even noticed them. <laughs> it was bizarre. Well, I don't know. Um, she says to Chris, "Look, this place isn't right. It's weird. Let's go inside. Let's go <laughs> inside this creepy temple where you've just been pulled through the floor by a mysterious hand." Um, yeah, let's go and set. Let's go and sleep in there. So they, yeah, so they do. They go inside. They go to sleep. Something's outside. We we see some sort of weird creature outside. Uh, we don't know what it is at this point. We cut to James. We realise James is walking around in circles because he keeps walking past that statue. So he doesn't know what the hell's going on. I, at this point, I'm like, this is going to start soon. Yeah. It's going to kick off soon. Yeah. It's going to kick off soon. And it just didn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. It's so fucking... I, I thought bleh. as soon as he as, as Chris fell through the floor, I was like, oh, right, this, we're going Here we now. go. This is it. Yeah. And it just kept not happening. <laughs> James sees the statue come to life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how I'm describing this statue. It's a... It's got like two heads, it's got... but they're fused together. And they're foxes. Yeah. It's not human heads. It's a, it's a female it's quite... body. Female legs, female torso, with two or three foxes' heads. Yeah? Also, yeah, as much as I praised the cinematography earlier on... I couldn't tell what the hell was going on through any of the next five minutes. Yeah, it was so bizarre. It was so dark. <laughs> it really was. And all, all this sort of James being um, demonised, I guess, through the woods. I, I couldn't see what was happening. No. I don't know if it was the same for you. I, you know, you've got a bigger TV than me. <laughs> well, I, just, I thought it was really It did go really dark. You're right. So this statue starts chasing James. Yeah. Quite a slow pace because it's a statue made of slow stone. He screams. Kate hears him from the temple, even though he left half an hour ago, maybe in their yeah. time. Because she'd been and get, got firewood. She'd been creeped out. She'd gone back. She'd gone to sleep. Gone to bed. Gone to sleep. She hears him scream and literally bolts out of bed and just screaming legs it, his name. Yeah. Screams his name. Leaves Chris there because he can't move because he's got a broken leg and just runs off into the night on her own. Yeah. Chris can't follow then, her. Chris tries to follow her, falls down the stairs of the temple. Sure. And then the monk demon appears with Chris. Yeah. Who is, is basically the demon with a basket on his head. Yes. <laughs> Fuck knows what's going on. James is being chased through the jungle. James takes a fall. He falls over. Uh, yeah. The statue thing gets on top of him and you see its hand start to grasp at his face. Yeah, I'll just put it vaguely touches him. But yeah. You don't, see, you, know, you don't see anything. There's no... Nope. Um, or there's no, yeah. No. Um, Kate's still running. She ends up at the mine that we met, uh, that we saw. We don't meet a mine, but we saw her. She's, she's still following the sounds. Yeah. So she ends up in this mine. She goes into the mine this time in the middle of the night, even though she was too scared to go in in the daytime. Chris is still at the temple. Suddenly, a load of kids come through the floor at the temple. Yeah, um, so it's the school kids, the same ones that Kate saw or didn't see. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, they've got weird teeth. They've got no eyes. They've got no time. eyes. Um, uh, and then, yeah, they they bare their teeth. They've got fangs and they, they attack him. Yeah, they basically just start biting him and eating him. Um, Kate's now being followed by the statue going through this mine. She sees James from a distance. So she's like, oh, James, runs up to him. Um, he's got no eyes anymore. He's just standing there 
or vacant because his eyes have gone. Um, Kate legs it because this statue's chasing her. And she heads back to where she went in the mine. And now there's no way out of the mine. It's a dead end. It's a dead end. So she's kind of so trapped in down. They, we cut back to the doctor's... Just as this film was getting good and stuff was happening, we cut back to the doctor, so we kill all that. They explain they're trying to find Kate um, because they don't know where she is. And then Chris says, why is... I didn't catch the name of the kid. The kid who helped him get up the mountain. Uh, I think it's Sata. Sata. He's like, why is Sata here? And the, the doctor's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, he's in the hallway. They tell him that the boy doesn't exist. There is no boy. And what I've written is the most obvious twist reveal of all time. Oh, it was so pointless. <laughs> so so it, pointless. it was obvious from the we, very beginning that that kid wasn't cause, there. Because, I mean, even if I was kind of willing to give it a pass in the bookshop, but even in the bookshop, I was like, this is clearly a creepy demon kid. Yeah, 100%. But the, the fact that he then turned up in the village. Yeah. However many millions of miles. And then offered to take them up to the temple, even though everybody else has told them to avoid the temple by all costs. There was just no... There was no drama to this. It did not earn that twist at all. There was no suspense whatsoever. (laughs) And then we even get a flashback, just to make you... In case you are completely stupid, (laughs) you get a flashback to all the scenes where Chris has seen the boy, and you just see Chris and no boy. Yeah. I was like, no fucking shit. What got me was, right, the, the boy was leading Chris and the other two up the mountain. So the boy was with Chris in front and James and Kate were behind. So at some point, James is going to have spoken to that kid. And yeah. them two are not going to go, why the fuck is he talking to himself? It's a bit weird. Yeah. It, it just didn't work. It doesn't work as a twist. And it's such an unnecessary twist. It didn't need and to the, be that um, at all. The doctor in the hospital says, well... Chris, you you killed James. Yeah, he's like you bashed his head in. Yeah, we think you killed James, and then we get a flashback to Chris killing James. But he had a broken leg. Yeah, he did. But so where the statue hand was rubbing James's face earlier, this is now Chris's hand with a rock in it. Yeah, is the whole film in Chris's head? Well, yeah. Well, so <laughs> did any of it actually happen? If, well, he had his face ripped off by kids. Did. did he not? Did he do it to himself? I, I don't know or care really. Garbage. <laughs> they. Cut back to them again. They ask him if Kate's still alive. Um, Chris grabs a pen off the guy's... Because he breaks out of this hematically sealed thing that he's in. Kills the interpreter with a pen. And everybody freaks out and panics. And then he runs. Which implies... The kid is is sitting in the hallway. Because the kid's eyes disappear. Just before Chris does that. So you'd think that the kid's controlling Chris at this point. Then we cut to the lady from the restaurant. Um, She lights a candle... In front of a picture of a load of missing kids, and Saito is one of the kids in the picture. Yeah. Um, we then get a long shot on the temple. The temp- We just see the temple for a good few minutes. Nothing's happening there anymore. Um, then we cut to Kate. She's still in the mine. She's just on the floor crying. And something breathes on her. Yeah. And then the film ends. Um, Nick, what did you think of Temple? I, I, I'll try and be positive. Why? I, I really wanted to give this a chance. And... I was quite intrigued for the first half an hour. As soon as they arrived at that village. It shit the bed. It completely shit the bed. It's awful. It's really bad. And and it takes forever to get there. And then nothing happens. And if you're going to make me watch these rubbish horror films, (laughs) can I at least see like a bit of gore or some inventive deaths or a bit of, give me a jump scare or anything worthwhile. And the, Nothing. I don't know what happened. and It wasn't interesting and I didn't care about any of them. Do you feel like you understood it? I thought, right, I tell you, this, this I'm kind of trying to work this out now because I thought I understood it. And then just talking to you about it now, I don't think I did get I it. I don't think I did either. Cause... But I don't know if there's it's anything there to get. No, I don't think it's that, I don't know if it's that clever that I'm trying to think, well, maybe there was more to Chris being like possessed by this kid. Or is the whole thing in Chris's head? Did any of it even happen? But then Chris Kate's still I in the mind and James I, is dead. But but I don't care. I don't know. I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> I could not care less. It's an awful film. I'm not willing to spend a second more trying to think. You know, was was the bit where he broke his leg real, or did he like? Had he really broken his leg, but he then sort of was possessed and flew out of his body to bash his mate in the head. And then follow the girl down the mine. 
But then, but he really did get his face ripped off by the kids. But then, how did he so. block off the mine when it was open at the start? And now it wasn't. Yeah, I don't understand. What's the what's all this with the woman with the horns that have been chopped off? What was that all about? Uh, why did why have we moved the time frame around as well? So I'm presuming she's not stayed lying down in that cave for five days. God knows. We've <laughs> we've just flashed forwards and backwards and it just it's fucking terrible I, I, it's, I don't it's awful it's one of the worst films we've seen it's, it's really bad it's definitely going bottom I, of the stream table <laughs> i am um, <laughs> i thought you'd like it i'm sorry i'm sorry to wow, really <laughs> yeah i thought you were gonna tell me actually this is kind of fun then no wow i'm shocked that you would think i'd that little of me <laughs> no i didn't enjoy a minute of it i've uh like you said, the the scenes in the first half an hour are all right. The cinematography is quite good in Tokyo and stuff. But it's like there's you, no good acting. There's not. There's not. There's really not. And as soon as they get to that village, it's over. It completely. When it cuts, when when it cuts to the chase, this like like I said, we praise the cinematography at the start, but there's whether it's budget concerns or whatever, you can't tell what's going on. No. There's, oh, it's, yeah, it's fucking. It's garbage. a stinker. If it would not surprise me. I'm going to put this out there now if this isn't the bottom of the stream table at the end of this season. It's going to take a... I mean, I, I'm not... <laughs> it's going to take a I'm lot... I'm not to put money on it. I'm not going to put money on it at all. I've thought that but before. I'm, I'm, it probably won't be, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was. It's it's that bad. It was... It's that bad. It was a long 75 minutes. It was. Well. It really was. It's certainly going to be in the bottom five. It fucking better well, be. If we see five worse films you, than this, I'll be annoyed. Well, you say that, but that might be a good time to... To talk about what you've done with the wild cards, because of oh, course, yeah, we haven't mentioned that on the show. Have we might not be anywhere near the bottom. <laughs> we haven't yeah. mentioned that on the show. So, as you may or may not know, our patreons and me and Nick ourselves get a wild card each season. So, if you come in at the top level of our patreon, which I think is eight pound a month, something like that, you we give you a wild card. So basically, you can subvert the randomizer and pick a film for a week. So, and we give a prize to in the last few seasons. Well, we don't actually give a prize, although we probably should. But of who can get the you, highest? You're giving a prize. Oh, you're uh, giving a prize for la- for last year because you've. you've I am going to send Sam something. I just don't know what it is yet. And obviously, the film that gets the highest in the stream table is the best wild card wins the prize. This season, we're changing that up. We're doing a race to the bottom. So, we have informed our patrons that we would like them to try and pick the worst film to, off off. Of, I don't know if I can do it. Off, off our long list. So. And whoever gets the lowest rated film on the stream table will win a prize. I, have, I I may regret this decision. I just think it's quite a fun thing to do. Three of the five wildcards last season finished in the top five and it annoyed me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. So we'll, uh, we're going to try and catch some duds this season, I think. I think Ross has said <laughs> he's already picked We don't his. usually need help to do we that. We don't, as, as yeah. proven by this film, because this film is awful. And this is the... Uh, this is the bar. You've got to try and get lower than this. It's terrible. It's terrible. Do you want to try and turn the tide on it? I, I don't. I, you don't. I don't care. <laughs> no, I just don't care. Now this, I know you don't like found footage films. I don't like found footage films. I think this film might be slightly better if it's a found footage film. I, I think uh, with with hindsight, yes. <laughs> um, if If we haven't got the budget here to, to do anything monster wise or or thrill wise then fuck it do it found yeah footage. i think it Let, would make it slightly let's ha- better let's have stuff happen off screen but still give us th- i just want i want some threat and some drama yeah and and there was nothing in this no, i agree uh you don't have to we don't although I, I you know i said i would have quite liked to see some grisly deaths anything to spice this <laughs> up that's not a requirement if you can give me some tension. Yeah, some lore. Just tell us a story. There's no story here. It's no. just a creepy temple. We've not told why or yeah. anything. Give us some lore to it. Oh, just some dead kids. Yeah, anything. Yeah, okay. Make it fan footage. That's how we turn the tide on it, which is crazy to say. A badass we... demon monk hunting these guys would fuck Yeah, Let's I'm up for that. for that. With a sidekick who's a creepy statue with a fox's head. Yeah. Fuck it. Right, let's move on. Let's forget we've ever watched it. It's going top and bottom of the stream table because it's the first one there. <laughs> Don't need to worry about that. Um, do you want to try and beat it next week? Yes, what, please. I'm going to press the randomizer. What do you want out of it? What we look? What do you think we should? What would you like to see? Let's let's have a um, 
let's cleanse our palates with a, a, a light-hearted comedy or something like that. <laughs> okay, let's do it. I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Yes. It has picked a film called Happy Anniversary. Okay. Any ideas? No, but I mean, I'm, I'm quite confident it might be a comedy. <laughs> you are correct to be confident it is a rom-com. This, this never happens. No, it doesn't. You don't get things right very <laughs> I, often. I never predict the randomizer <laughs> correctly. Uh, rom-com. It's a Netflix original from 2018. The synopsis says, A couple on their three-year anniversary need to decide whether to stay together or call it quits. Okay. Uh, star. It's got Ben Schwartz in it. Oh. <laughs> we like Ben Schwartz. We do, He was yeah. the guy who... He's the voice. voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, wasn't he? That's correct, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's a Netflix original from 2018. The tagline is, Falling in love is easy, landing is hard. Uh, yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm in. Sounds cheesy. Sounds very cheesy. So yeah, go and check out Happy Anniversary. Uh, in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd, all at B-O-T-S underscore podcast, uh, facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. The email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and the website is bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded. You will find all four season stream tables. Uh, I haven't put the boxes up there yet, but I will do that as soon as I can. And you can also buy merch. There's a merch page up on the website. So if you want to get yourself some bottom of the bottom of the stream goodies, check that out. Uh, also check us out on Patreon. Uh, we were just talking about the wild cards. That's one of the benefits, but there's loads of other cool stuff on there as well. Uh, that's patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. And you can also join us in the Discord. The Discord link will be at the bottom of the show notes. Yeah, come and have a chat to us in there. It is always a good yeah. time. Uh, the other thing you can do if you can spare a few minutes is to leave us a review anywhere that you can review podcasts. That could be Podchaser, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or write it in Japanese in a creepy pamphlet <laughs> for someone to find. Please do. That would be great. Uh, yeah, so yeah, do that. Do all of that. Um, and we'll be back on Monday with The Wave. And we'll be back next Thursday to talk about Happy Anniversary. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>